I firmly believed in my heart of hearts that I would be model scouted and that it would change my life fundamentally. That was going to be your moment? I mean, it just made sense to me. Like, when I think about what I looked like at, like, 12 years old, I was rocking, like, I would argue a Bermuda short. Like, a checker print Bermuda short. and like really long. Almost to ankle. Skin tight, Abercrombie, Aeropostel, like, shirt on the top. Yes. And to me, with bangs directly across my forehead. Oh, yeah. Why Why wouldn't that happen for me? Yeah, you were actually, like, you were America's Next Top Model. And speaking I, of. And speaking of America's Next Top Model, like, I will say, like, I was a little bit upset that I was never tapped on the shoulder when I walked past one of those model scouting. There was nobody on earth that could smize, I feel, like you could at 10 years old. I was walking by those people. I was sucking in my cheeks. I was pushing my shoulders back. I was popping that chest out and I was strutting past them and not once did they turn their head. Hello, you guys. This is Joe Hedges. And Andrew Muscarella. And this is Good Good Children. Children. The beginning was good. (laughs) The first one was really good. good. And then I got shaky with that first moment. Because we got artistic with it. We got, <laughs> we like, got carried away because that first moment was the best harmony we've ever done in our entire lives. Ever. And sometimes we try to riff and... I actually have full, I'm in this full sweat from that. I bone, bone Bones boned. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of Good Children. Um, to catch you up to speed, we met when we were four years old in a hard rock hotel pool and the rest is history. We've been through our awkward middle school years where we were honestly pumping out content. Non-stop. Drag. It was our job. Oh, we Everything. were, we've existed in drag. We ex- and we were doing it at 12 years old and we've been through high school. We went to different high schools. That was our rough phase. That was a rough phase, but we were still hanging out. We just weren't speaking. Right. We were just we were just watching a lot of the Barefoot Contessa. And honestly, like playing with Webkins. I don't want to. I I want to clear the air before we even get started. The Webkins stopped when we were fourteen. Like, <laughs> yeah, like let's let's not talk about high school. It wasn't weird. It, it wasn't weird. weird. My final real authentic Webkins purchase was the day before my first day of ninth grade. And okay. I was at the mall. That seems like a reasonable age. I remember calling my dad. I said, hey, dad, what does every 14-year-old boy do the day before his first day of high school? And he said, did you get a girlfriend? And I said, no, I got a love frog. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, it was basically the same exact thing. Exactly. You got love with the... Yeah, love. yeah no, oh, I got love. You got you got a lot of love with that frog. <laughs> it's like, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> the frog. Um, <laughs> and now we're here because the natural progression of any Gay Friendship is a podcast. We're going to be coming to you every week with a different subject that reflects a little bit on our upbringing, our Mm. childhood. Being good children. Being a good child really leads to being a bit of a bad adult in many ways. Um, And I don't mean like an edgy adult. I don't mean like you know, like breaking the law, doing crazy shit. I mean, like being a non-functioning adult. I, if you don't get that damn passport, we're going I to Italy in five weeks. I'm so scared. We're like, going I to Italy in five weeks. I just feel like someone's going to yell at me. Like, I can't do it's it. It's going to be me. I'm I want sure. you to call. The, like, I don't know why you won't call for the passport. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It to makes me sick. I, this has always been the, the theme. You could never call. No. I'll call. I mean, I asked you two, two days ago. Like, we're pushing it now. Now it's another week that we, we missed. Because flight. <laughs> Speaking of being good children, mm. nothing stressed me out more than walking into that mall to bring it back. Like 2008? We were 12, yeah. Yeah, 2008. Yeah, so like we were 12 years old, 2008, we're going to the mall. Um, 
And going to the mall was the cool thing to do. Like, we and it was, but we weren't doing it. We weren't doing it in the cool way. Like, no, there yeah, were yeah. kids who were going there to be cool and like talk, like riding their bikes there. I yeah, I was going. We were walking for exercise. We were doing like we were with, like those really ladies. Move your we were, body. We were fully just we were walking. Arms. And I would go home and I'd say I worked out today. But anyways, after we were getting scouted, well, after you were getting scouted, we were walking to one of our favorite places. One, two, two three. three. Abercrombie. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> I actually like we have to stop rolling because I I can't have that follow me. One, two, two three. Auntie, Auntie Anne's. Yeah, I mean, like, what what brings you home more? The immediate smell of a cinnamon, a cinnamon pretzel from Auntie Anne's, like, to this day sets off, like, a feral neuron in my brain. Oh, like, 100%. I would gallop. But what did that hot dog pretzel do to you? Because I would say I, I had a partaking. visceral reaction. You oh, love a meat. I love a meat. That's wrapped. <laughs> um, but anyway. Do you? You love a wrapped meat? Oh, I know what you, where you're going with this one. I was thinking about more of, like, the poking out meat. All right. Listen, we're going to cut that one out. Yeah, so, I mean, like, immediately I would say I immediately hit Auntie Anne's. We're carrying like, the bag. We're s- carrying the bag. We're sucking on that lemonade, and we're walking. We're walking, beelining it. Beelining it right to Abercrombie and Fitch. Trauma. 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 Talk about not getting scouted oh, by the models and then because- walking and being confronted by the Abercrombie models Abercrombie model and you know they're putting those girls to work oh no holding those clothes in the fumes the fierce fumes yeah and you're like hey um do you have the shirt in a double XL right you're like um we can check the back and And a gay fat little boy walking into Abercrombie and immediately being presented with Abs, as a giant abs, knowing that you probably won't even fit in their double XL. But you're gonna say, "Mom, can you please buy me the cologne, three hundred dollars <laughs> worth of Abercrombie clothes that will not fit me?" Yeah. But no, I mean, busting out. Of. I would walk in and walk out solely for the cologne because you oh. knew that that's the only item you were that you really sniffing it, yeah, or were you putting it, like were you buying it? Oh, I was buying it. Okay, I was gonna buy the cologne, and I would probably get a flip flop at that moment. Oh, you love you, to this day. You love a flip flop. I'll tell you one thing about my feet. I was also pushing the limits for those little fongs. You're kidding. Yes, I have a white foot. Oh, yeah, my grandma knows. Yeah, your grandma knows. She's, she measured she's, them. She measured them. And that was, I mean, like, let's talk about trauma. Oh, the the day that my, my, my fat foot trauma? immigrant grandmother took out a foot measuring machine on, I would say, Christmas. Yeah, it was It was a, it was your, a celebration. It was a celebration of, of Christmas. Of Christ. Or Easter, some, one of Something. those. Definitely, it was Christ. Christ was, like, yes. Christ was there, and so was the foot machine. And... Yeah. She t- she measured those feet and she didn't have good news. No, I would actually think that she said that they were wider than a wide foot. It was a double wide. It was New Balance or bust. The long-standing foot trauma that you have imposed into my life, yes, will never end. No, it's where are your shoes right now? Um, my shoes currently are on the balcony. Why? Um, because they don't smell great. Okay. Um, I wear my shoes in. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting. You wear them in. I I feel like you don't like a sock. I've never liked a sock. Like (laughs) I just want my foot to feel like it's rubbing around in there. What happened? No, like that just hit me. Like I feel like when you were going to like what kind of shoe store did you go to in the mall? Oh, I was always going to a Foot Locker. So you're walking into a Foot Locker. Yeah. Are you like um? 
taking the are socks. You off, do you often have a sock on you or do you have to like take one of their socks to so try them on? I like, was always taking their socks to try them on. They were always like, do you want to buy the three pack? And I was like, yeah, because I'm not wearing any socks right. and like a Sperry. You know what I mean? Oh so like it was a oh my god, the double S, the stinky smell of your Sperry's. I know to this day the stink stink haunts me. Dunk of it's that probably, like, I feel like when people say like you never forget the smell of a dying corpse. Like I will <gasps> never forget the smell of your boat shoes. My boat You're shoes. You're worn have... in browned, tanned boat shoes. Like that have wide been in hell. Oh, they've been through ripping. Oh, they were scenes. ripping for sure at the scene, and I would still wear them. Right. It was like. It was, yeah, it was really tough. But I was walking into the Foot Locker solely to see who else was in that Foot Locker. Were you looking at other people's I hate to bring it there, but I I was looking at other people's feet. Because one thing for me is, like, I love a shoe. I love somebody in a good shoe. I could tell tell everyone's story by their shoe that they're wearing. Okay, I'm going to run a few shoes past you. Okay. Okay, so someone's wearing, like, a chuck. A chuck? Oh, hot. What color? Like, it's a, say it's like a plain oh. black and white. Oh my god, I'm, I could fall off my chair. What if they are wearing, they like, okay, they're wearing a, a Fila, like, the Godzilla chunky shoes. Oh, a chunky, they're like, you're cool. Like, you know okay. style, you're feeling good, you're feeling hip. You're wearing a 2008 Echo. Like a, like a... Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't look, I don't look, wouldn't look twice. What like an Osiris? No Osiris? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Osiris, remember those shoes? Oh, those I was clunks? Those. You know, I was wearing an Osiris. Those, they had the thickest tongues I've ever seen. Oh, they were, uh, they were thicker than yours? Thicker than my tongues. <laughs> I didn't love an Osiris. Um, okay, mm-hmm. thanks. I was wearing them a lot. Yeah, it's said a lot. Oh, yeah. I was a Healy bitch. You were into someone wearing Healy's? I would say, like, are we talking sixth grade? Yeah, because I'm not talking about now. Hopefully. I was like, yeah, you're cool. Like, you're, you're skating around and, like, you want to have fun. Air Force One. That's it for you. I mean, homeboy comes through. <laughs> but he's wearing an Air Force One. He's gonna, like, like, get it. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna get it, like, in sixth grade science, for sure. Okay, my last one is, there was actually no one cooler to me than, I don't remember her name, but the girl who would wear, like, she had the blunt bob, and she'd wear a knee-high Converse. I know exactly who that is. She was sick. She was amazing. She was so cool. She was really cool. She had style. I yeah. think that like she was she was ahead of the curve. I was always like threatened by those girls. Those were mm. hot topic girls. They were hot topic girls. Hot I, topic. I was always threatened by a hot topic girl. Because you know what? They knew we were gay. If you were if you oh were a any girl who was between the ages of ten to thirteen who was shopping for her mm. regular clothes at Hot Topic has a gaydar beyond comprehension beyond allies they're all allies they all are however i think they're not gonna take your shit they didn't take my shit i feel like they'd be willing to call me gay like they'd be like you're gay but they were doing it and they weren't doing it in a derogatory way no they were just like i have a blunt bob i'm 11 years old and you're gay yeah and you're like what the hell and then there would be a little bit of tension Maybe it was all tension for me, but that's right. that came from my palm reading. And I was gonna say I was thinking I was I, thinking about your palm reading. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, because those are the girls. The girl that we discussed with the high knees. She was, was not. Also, she was reading your palm. She was reading my palm. You really keep those palms to yourself. I have to keep my palms to myself because they are not telling us good things. <laughs> They're not telling us good things. Short life. No. Anyways, no. Can you actually like? I almost think. Can you put your palm to your camera? Yeah. And just like we can get a good visual of that, look at that and hopefully large, someone can help. Large hand, you can just zoom in. Look at the, that hand. For reference, that hand is huge. That's the biggest hand I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> Thank life. You so much. Yeah, no, of course. 
for me, my relationship to Hot Topic was like I was convinced one devil worshippers mm-hmm. you know like i was a good catholic boy yeah and a hot topic with that fence that they had i was like i don't want to be near Haley williams no i would go across from the mall i would walk on the other side i would get nervous yes no i'd be terrified yeah. sick to my stomach sick sick to my stomach about hot topic but until, you wanted to go in you wanted to go in and yeah i always wanted to go in um but then it really i had no choice but to go in when mm. the hunger games came out mm-hmm. and that is when i think everything changed for me at the mall like because i was specifically going to buy like a 24.99 like hunger games action figure that was this big yes and a full-blown like katniss everdeen the sun persists in rising so i make myself stand shirt and I feel like Hot Topic always had a really negative reputation, a very scary reputation. Yeah. And you know what that comes from? The Invader Zim shirts. The Invader That's scary. Yeah, I was petrified. You'd wear an Invader Zim shirt I, now? I would bring it back. There's actually something very chic and glamorous. Really chic and glamorous. You're going to see us wearing Invader Zim all over and Brooklyn. And high Converse. Oh my god, yes. And the Blunt Bobs. And the Blunt Bobs. See, I was, never, I was never a Hot Topic boy, my sickness and anxiety would always come near Spencer's. Because you wanted to see the dildos. Yes. And I would, the amount of time that I would spend in the Spencer's probably would be all of 20 seconds because I would be so sick to my stomach that I would walk in. I knew immediately where they were. They were in the back of the store. Can you walk, can you put us in the mind of this? Because I have, I've never, I obviously would never step foot in the Spencer's. Of course. So you're walking into a Spencer's. There's like some graphic tees on the side. Right, you're walking in the front. Here is the um, where the the employees work. This is where the checkout is, okay. right in the middle. You walk around that checkout towards the back of the room. That's where shit got real. It okay. got honestly kinky. Like I was back there and I was like dildo. You're like ten or twelve. I was twelve years old. Yeah, yeah so okay. there was like there was everything that you could have possibly imagined in okay. sensors. Um, so I was there. I was taking a quick look. I would say all of ten seconds. I would glance. I would glance, and then I would walk. Straight. You're like still sucking that lemonade from Auntie Anne. Yeah, I'm like actually sucking. Your mouth is blue. <laughs> I actually am not breathing, but I am looking at that. But I didn't want to be seen. Right. Because no one wants to see a 12-year-old looking at it below. No. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. anybody even wants to envision that, but that was right. me. It was and you. That's... And that brings me right to the underwear, underwear section of any department store. Yeah. Because what Let's are you getting there? Porn. porn. Immediately porn. The way that we would actually walk into any department store. I just needed to buy a new pair of underwear. I always needed underwear, but I would beeline it to that. My, yeah. my, my mom would go... Shopping, I would say, I'm going to look for a tie or like some underwear or something, mom. I feel like there was something so sterile about mm-hmm. those underwear men. Like, because like they didn't, like their bulges were smoothed out. It wasn't so pornographic no. in the slightest. In the slightest. It, was, it might as well have been like a mannequin. Absolutely. Were you, did you ever think the mannequins were hot? I was not a mannequin boy. See, I was more into the mannequins. Really? They had bulges. Oh. I could probably tell you, like, what department stores mannequins had bulges or not, but, like, that was always of interest to me. You're kidding. Like, I feel like Dick's Sporting Goods, they had a f***ing, like, I mean, yeah, monster I But, yeah, the underwear, what was, I mean, what was your favorite brand to look uh, at? I mean, the brand that caught my eye the most was To, to exist. exist. I would search, 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 search. My eyes would land on the To Exist. I 
knew exactly in that moment I was going to flip it around. Right. Because when you flipped it around, you saw the backside. And a lot of the times the two exist, it was edgy underwear. They were right. saying, we're giving you It was jock straps. Yes, it was. for it. Was, I guess it was the Andrew Christian before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I think Two Exists is still pretty much like predominantly gay underwear. Is it? I feel like, Jill, have you ever seen a man wearing Two Exists? I don't even know what that is. Exactly. I feel like Jill would have, though. Jill would have seen a man wearing Two Exists? Have you seen her hinge? Oh, as in like, Jill wants to f*** gay men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would immediately be going for the Two Exists. Um... I would spend how much? How much time would you spend in the underwear section? Anywhere from like forty-five minutes to an hour. hour. I feel like you know, like really just would... like browsing. Yeah. Like I'm a smart shopper. Deep breathing. Yeah, I'd be doing. And then I would like the best is when you got to buy a pair, and I came like because the label you got to keep the label. You took the label home. But I was always like I was looking at porn on my like iPod Touch like the moment I could. I don't want to say how young I was, but the first thing that I ever looked up were. This is unfortunate boobies oh yeah yeah second grade oh my god okay yeah mine was boy toys and you know how that went oh god yeah i wasn't looking up i was looking up toys for boys and you looked up i got boy and it was bondage i should be like a a serial killer i was like young as hell in the spirit of underwear the worst experience for me would be following my sister or my mother into a victoria's secret or a pink yeah because that was the ultimate performance of masculinity I have never, I have not done anything harder in my life, I would say, than enter a Victoria's Secret yeah, at 12. You, you have to, you're pretending. In that moment though, we were acting. We were walking into the Victoria's Secret. The thing about me was I did, at that moment, I was watching a lot of American Sex Not Model, as we know. Right. So I was into a little bit of lingerie. I was looking at these bras, these little panties, and I was saying, look at that lace. Look at that lace. Look at nice. Yeah, see, this is where we really have a differing experience because I, I was. Walking, I honestly think I was embracing the Victoria's Secret. I'm sure you were. You, were. you were. you knew Victoria's Secret. You yeah. knew it. You yeah. were. You were whispering back. I was whispering. You back. were Victoria's Secret. I don't even want to say it, but in sixth grade, like I was, you know, in sixth grade, I was told that I needed to start wearing a bra. Oh, you were gonna buy one from Victoria's Secret. <laughs> I honestly, it crossed my mind. It we crossed my the mind because they, sh- they, they, you know, they. They sized you up. You Listen. were going to, in sixth grade, walk into a Victoria's imagine Secret, t- talk imagine. to the eighteen-year-old who is working at the at the like the bra sizing department, and say, "Can you let I mean, me know my cup size?" Imagine being told by a middle-aged mother that you need to be wearing a bra. I was in sixth grade. I was doing community theater. Right before I went on the stage, she said, "You should really look into getting a bra." I want to kill that woman. Yeah, no, I actually think that we need to go... Let's go find her. Find her. But you heard that and you said, I know just the place. And I said, I'm going to really lean into this Victoria's <laughs> Secret here. I'm going to actually get into textures. I'm going to get into different styles. And I'm going to embrace this woman measuring my tit. See, for me, I was walking into Victoria's Secret and I wanted to get the dogs. I wanted the pink dogs, the collection. Oh, yeah. Because you know me and a stuffed animal. You, I. It's getting weird with the stuffed animals. We, we won't even get to all of it today, but... Hi, Walgreens. I was just wondering if you happen to have the Love Frog Webkins in stock? It's it's supposed to be in stores this week. You know what's crazy to me about you? Hey, um, I lost my passport and I'm trying to get a new one. The thing is, you were 10, 12 years old calling up a Walgreens asking them for the Love Frog? One of those things matters more to me. 
I would rather the Love Frog than a trip to Italy. And the thing is here with the with the limited edition webkins and the whole spiel. How many webkins did you have? One hundred and eighteen webkins. Thank you for asking. And before any any one of you comes at me and talks about the money that was wasted on those webkins, I know, and you can't blame me for that. Like a webkins to me gave me the same like joie de vivre that like a limited two gave me. Like, and to this day, like, I think that, like, when you when you look at me, you see limited two. Yeah. Oh, I feel like something that was very size-inclusive for you was always vineyard, vineyard vines. vines. And this is the thing, for my trauma from Abercrombie, like, I was going to go to a store where I felt like I could fit into a medium. And, like, that was, for me, game-changing. Right. So, I found Vineyard Vines. And because they're catering to, to 40-year-old men with congenitive heart failure yes (laughs) that's exactly who they are who dl daddies on grinder yeah (laughs) exactly because that was the only time where i felt like i could express myself because what's straighter than wearing a plaid baby blue button down with a salmon pant and a boat shoe and almost like a like a yellow bow tie oh and a yellow bow tie what's no i mean this gives me vietnam flashbacks like i actually can't even like this is like actually like Full body, like I don't feel like I'm in my body anymore. No. I'm disassociated. But I was showing up you to school. Were, I was looking like a 45 year old father of eight. Have you ever been told that you look like Ben Platt? Um, I've actually been told um, a few times actually that I've been I look like Ben Platt. Actually, um, I've been out a few times to Stonewall, <gasps> and every time I've been to Stonewall, all of three times. I can't even believe this is gonna. I can't. I'm shocked by this one. I was told that I like Ben Platt. Every time you've been to Stonewall, I'm not kidding. You can. I swear on my grave. Three times. Each three times I was waiting outside, and someone said, "Did you? Does anybody told you you look like Ben Platt?" It actually makes. And I'm like, nothing makes more sense to me than the men at Stonewall like having Ben Platt top of mind because they're like honestly expecting to show up. Two sheets to the wind. I'm like, you're like, learn slam on the break. You know, I was really getting waving. You know, oh my god, he's auditioning you guys. If you haven't gotten the hint, and I've also been told at moments that I've looked like a combination of Ben Ben Platt Platt and and Noah Galvin. Galvin. Happy Pride. Yeah, no, that's spot on. It is. I have been told I look like. Jason Siegel. I'm seeing a lot of discourse on TikTok right now about how, um, like, gut health and, like, hot girls of IBS is actually, like, the new eating disorder situation. Okay. And as someone who has experience with both IBS and eating disorders, Listen. would you say that there was a time when the gut health journey inter- what became the constrictive eating journey for you? Oh, for sure. sure. Right, okay. Yes. At this moment. Not, not, not terms, now. Now you're no, a picture of health. I have my greens in the morning. Yeah. And that helps my stomach. Right. It does. Like, especially if I'm having like some sort of like, like fettuccine alfredo, like some carbonara. Yeah. Like as long as I have my greens that morning, like I'm honestly fine. Really? No, I'm actually not fine. Okay. Like I will be on the toilet. Like that's beside the point. I don't need to talk about my, my, my bowels here, right. but like I was. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I brought them up. Honestly, no, it's okay. And like, let's transition from bowels to the restrooms at the mall, because the restrooms at the mall, I wouldn't be caught dead in a public bathroom. I didn't. I did not take a sh- outside of my family home. I would say until last year. <laughs> until I moved. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like. Yes. Yeah. That's really sad. I would go to a public restroom stall and like it was almost worse that I would lift my legs. 
so no one saw that my feet were dangling from the toilet. I didn't want people to know I was but then they would think that there was nobody in the stall. You're not a urinal boy, right? No. Oh, you're tensing up. Yeah, no, I actually, that was, I'm so sorry. Like, I oh actually, until, like, last year, was still pulling my pants down all the way, so. What? And I guess, like, the natural segue from bathrooms is the food, food court. court. Our harmonies are spot on. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're not bad. bad. That wasn't good. So we walk into the food court immediately samples and you're walking into that food court and you know it's strategic you oh. you have strategy you're like but at the same exact time you're like sick to your stomach you don't want them to know oh. that you are going there for the samples you want to be nonchalant the, that performance of being like oh what is that and me. they're like sample and you're like me mm, the me? model i'm like yeah actually another <laughs> sample you have that sample and you're like God, I wish I could have more. And the intention, obviously, is for you to get the food at that establishment, but not us. I actually would hit the chicken teriyaki. I would sometimes be shocked by, like, a smoothie little cup situation. Oh, my God. That's almost an intermezzo. That was almost That's, a palate yes, cleanser. exactly, yeah. And I would swig that one back, and then I would hit the next one. There was something about a food court to me that I feel like, to this day, I wouldn't always go for, like, what I actually wanted. Mm. in a food court situation and maybe it was the performance of like i didn't want people to think that i was like a pig so i wouldn't get like the ruining so samples yeah i would like sample it up and then i would get like some sort of like well-balanced lunch mm. because like god forbid someone saw me a chubby 12 year old eating taco bell that was for home you know what i mean Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, and I think to this day, that's kind of impacted the way I eat, like, publicly. Mm. I feel like, I mean, there's so many options at a food court, but actually, like, the one that meant the most to me, the queerest space in any mall was oh. always Panera Bread. Why was that the LGBTQIA alliance? Why was that... The McKinley Hike Lee Club. Uh, they had the queer juice. They had the gay juice. And the, that was the, the green ice tea. green tea yeah. papaya concoction that they were creating. They were shelving out there. And they How many get, did you drink in one sitting? Oh, I would I would get the large, first of all. Which was like almost like a... It was two. Was it, one of those? Yes, it was one of those. It was like that... It had that body. Yeah, right. it had that body. Yeah. Eye, and I was yes. like, yes. Those Panera girls, the girls who spent their social free time at a Panera Bread, would have taken a bullet. For any gay boy. Yeah. They would throw elbows I like defend us in that moment. Yes. And they did. Yeah. They, I've never felt safer in my life than around a Panera girl. And those girls to this day, like, they've evolved in such a way. Like, oh, yeah. I want a Panera girl as the next Julia Fox. I want a Panera girl for president. You're right. Panera they girls are understand. It. They just get it. They get it. Because when you're putting mac and cheese in a bread bowl, you just get it. <laughs> when you're doing carb Dairy, Dairy car, like that. And you're pretending you, like you don't have any bowel issues. You have nothing. No. You're like, I'm not running a marathon. I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun. I'm, I'm just, just feeling studying for pre-calc. Yeah, I'm just studying with for With my gay boys. And I'm just, I'm tearing that bread bowl. Oh they're, my God. No, like, like, can I have a bite? Yeah. They'd be like, be oh, like, a Panera girl shares their food. Always. We were not Panera girls. No. <laughs> we were not Panera girls. I'm like, uh, we were the Panera gays. Baguette. We were like... They were like, how I get chips or apple. I'm like, like two baguettes. <laughs> oh my God, are they warp? 
<laughs> oh my god. So we'd no, have yeah. flip it questions. We would be asking them questions. Yes. Be like warm. Is it a large batch or is it a small slice? If, uh, the worst is when you get like this, the, the butt end that was this Who big. How was cutting that loaf? A, a homophobe. If you were there with the Panera girl, they would say, can we have a different slice? Panera girls are brave. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. They're everything you want to be. And you know what couldn't be worse than, I mean, the complete opposite. I know exactly what you're going to f***ing say. Chipotle boys. <laughs> Chipotle boys. Period. I don't trust them. No. You don't trust them. You don't trust... There was always like 10 to 15 feral jocks. Should they look at me? I drop the bowl. I would drop the bowl. I would drop the bowl and run. Yeah. Run right to Panera. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, girls, girls, you die up and you please pause, Marina and the Diamonds. I have something to say. Like, please please no give me a burrito at Chipotle. I'm really craving it. Why is everything in Chipotle made of metal? It's almost. It, it's like a more like, like lay you on it's a like table a crime and slice yes. your leg open. It's like they can wash it down at any moment. It's like <laughs> a big mess happening. <laughs> Are they like slicing the meat on all the surfaces? <laughs> like why? Like it is so it is so sterile in a Chipotle. It feels like a doctor's office. It does feel like a. Don't get me started on doctor's offices. We won't. We won't. We won't. Not this we'll, episode. We'll, I'm getting hungry talking about all this sliced meat. And I think it's the perfect time. We have a snack. We have a snack. Jill, can you please get the Pop-Tarts? Have you ever seen the video of Shawn Mendes getting interviewed? This is exactly the Shawn Mendes moment. Go. It this says, is exactly tell me it. what you smell because a Ticonderoga pencil. What, really? Yeah, it doesn't smell bad. No, it smells like a Ticonderoga freshly sharpened Is pencil. that your B.O. I think it is. It's Ticonderoga? And your mind smells like Wendy's onions. <laughs> <laughs> That's really unfair. It actually does. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy sh! Holy hell! It's strawberry pop tarts. This, I mean, this is childhood written all over it. This is to me an after-school snack where I would have four or five. Yeah, that was a pre-workout for me. I'm actually really happy that these are the strawberry flavor. And say what you want to say, but I was always a fruity bitch, and I was never getting a hot fudge sundae. The hot fudge sundae was. Disgusting. 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 I actually can allow for the brown sugar cinnamon. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. That's it's fine. Not, it's not nothing compared to this. And what would you say about blueberry? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Pop um, them open. Oh, wait. Like a... <gasps> oh, now it's, it's an ASMR. Oh. Oh, shake it. Are we both getting our own pack? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a pack. Wait, this is kind of crazy. The way that I, I'm not kidding, I would eat this before swim practice, before volleyball practice, before lacrosse practice. This was my pre-workout, but I was doing three sports. So I was having probably three packs a day. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. I eat mine raw, you eat yours toasted. Have you ever eaten one frozen? What are you talking about? Fully baked and ready to eat or heat or freeze or stack. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who's stacking? <laughs> Who's stacking their pop That's actually irresponsible advertising. Like this? I'm going to eat it. I am okay. going to eat it. Okay, stack. let's stack. Let's stack. Because um, we can't have it frozen, so let's stack them. Cheers. Cheers. I mean, every single time, I am shocked. It's always something new. About how soft the center is, but how fresh, flaky, and a little bit crunchy that outer part is, those corners. Oh, so you're still not stacking? <laughs> no, how are you halfway done? <laughs> I already had a full pop guard. 
<laughs> you should work for Pop Tart. Pop Tart. Don't put that in my brain because Wait, you know I'm gonna want to. Is it like f***ed up that we're eating a Kellogg's brand? Kellogg to permanently replace workers as union rejects contracts. March 30th. I don't think this was. I actually mean to be honest. I can do this better. Salty. It's disgusting. It's. It's. I'm not even. I'm not even remotely. And the fact it. that they're telling us to stack them. No, it's this company's out. trash. I don't even want to put that in my mouth ever. Again. No, never again. I feel disgusting. I feel absolutely ill. Like I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna say it was really good. Oh, it was the best thing I ever I had, had in my entire life, life. But I will never eat those things again. No, there are two in the toaster as we speak, but, but I will never eat them after I'll that. I'll never eat them. Because we have to get rid of them. Food waste. Food waste. We won't. No. Get, we won't throw those out. We really care about the environment. Yeah, so um, but I mean, we learned our lesson. Like I, like, I guess sometimes looking back at the things that you loved as a child, they don't taste as sweet. Or sometimes they're almost too sweet. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes when you have the tea. privacy of your own bathroom, you'll eat anything. And that's good children. And that is good children. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I'm sorry that we had some technical difficulties if you're watching this on video, but you know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And I feel like we took you to 2008. We took you to 2018. We took Mm -hmm. you to public bathrooms. We took you to... Oh my... Vineyard Vines. (laughs) (laughs) This show must go on. Like... Guys, like, I have stomach problems. <laughs> like, I've got to burp. You know what I mean? Like, people if need you to see that. If you can't handle a little bit of burping, don't subscribe. Don't. But if you can handle burping, please feel free to like, subscribe, and rate us five stars. Five stars. You know I'm a sucker for a good referral, so make sure that you are telling your friends. We don't have a code or anything. Not yet. But, like, not yet. But soon enough. If you want to see more of this, you can find Good Children anywhere podcasts are found. You can find us on YouTube at Good Children Pod. You can find us on TikTok at Good Children Pod. You can find me on TikTok at Be Quiet Joe. You can find Andrew on TikTok at Andrew Muskie, M-U-S-K-Y. You can find me on Instagram at Joe Hedges, J-O-E-H-E-G-Y-E-S. And at Andrew Muscarella, M-U-S-C-A-R-E-L-L-A. And yes, I'm Italian. Thank you so... You're also Irish. It's because I have a red face. Thank you so much for watching. Um, We had a great time doing this. We're going to do more of this. Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And I guess that's it. That's all she wrote. So long. Farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again. It's been great.